Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Off the Dome podcast, episode 28. We got our guest on today again for the second time, um, OJ Knows Sports. How's it doing, man? I am doing well. How about yourself? I'm all right. I'm all right. Ready for some playoff basketball. Uh, as we're recording this, I do have the, the Wizards and 76ers game going on in the back. Um, Washington kind of hanging around right now. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about all the playoff series in the first round. We're going to be making our full playoff predictions today. The games have already started, but really, I mean, honestly, the first few games haven't given away too much about the series, sort of what we've kind of been expecting. Close series, close games, should be fun first round. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, I don't think there'll be any, a lot of crazy surprises in the first round, but we'll see. But I, I'll be honest with you, this is one of the more exciting first rounds that I can recall in a while, especially, I mean, Milwaukee and Miami in round one. I mean, that's crazy. So, yeah, go to it, bro. Very exciting. Uh, let's start in the Western Conference. Let's sure. start off with uh, the Utah Jazz, one seed Jazz, uh, eight seed Memphis Grizzlies. Who who do you have going? Who do you have winning in that? And do you have like a, a certain amount of games you have it going as well? Or do you just say? Yeah, most of these I'll, I'll have. I, <laughs> Utah in five, man. Utah in five. And I, and, and I think in, in our last podcast, I mentioned that to me, Utah Jazz is the equivalent of the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in the NBA to right. where I don't fully believe in them. In a sense, I think they're somewhat imposters, but they are a much higher quality team than the Memphis Grizzlies, man. So I, I have Utah five. Out of respect for John Moran and the way that Valanciunas has been playing lately, I'll give them a game. So, but I have Utah in, in five. Yeah, I'll take Utah in five as well. That was my prediction. Um, the thing with the Jazz, I think, especially is Donovan Mitchell's health is such a big deal for them. Mitchell, he like his role in the playoffs is huge because I think Utah, they got the quality to like they can make a finals push just given the fact of how talented they are on their day. They can beat pretty much anybody in the league, but they need Donovan Mitchell. That's that's their guy. That's their closer. Um, without that shit, I mean, they can get past the Jazz or they can get past the Grizzlies, but the second, third round, much tougher teams. Mm -hmm. um, nice. Clips and Mavs. So Clippers and Mavericks, honestly, I have the Clippers in six. And I don't care that they lost last night. And that was the one game I told you that that might change it a little bit. But it's like, oh, man. But I'm going to stick to my guns, man. I, I have the Clippers. I mean, we could do a whole podcast about the Clippers, man, and how I feel right. about them. And the, the fact that Kawhi Leonard is probably not a top five player, bro. He he's not, man. And I honestly think we we've been we've been uh, bamboozled, man, like from uh, when he played for Toronto and sort of that historic, beautiful, romantic playoff run. And and I don't know, man. Like I I have Clippers in six, but but beyond that round, man, I, I don't know. But I have Clippers in six for the time. You're not sure. I gotta see the game, oh. so. Maybe you could speak more to the game. I only saw highlights, so I don't know basically what happened in the game. But, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I saw the first, like, two and a half quarters. Um, that Kawhi Leonard dunk on, who was a Maxi Kleber, that was disgusting. That was just stupid. We put him on a poster on a fast break and sent him flying back. Um, I've always said this about Kawhi. Un probably the most underrated posterizer in the NBA, no doubt about it. Like, people don't quite realize the amount of just sheer – strength it's like this posterizing ability this guy has he just puts anybody on a poster it's ridiculous and those but, massive hands helps a lot those hands man <laughs> they're huge. um but 
before the series started, I picked the Clips in five games. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not sticking with that anymore. That was before the series started, but like now I've got to, okay. I still picked the Clippers. I'm, a, I still got to roll with Kawhi. Um, I'm gonna go with you. I'll, I'll go with Clips in six. I could see it going seven though. Well, let me ask you mm-hmm. this though before we move on. So you had them in five initially. Like, yeah. Was it just a just a disregard for Dallas? You just was it a thing of you didn't think they had enough talent? Besides, I mean, honestly, like the thing is with the playoffs too, man. Like five games, six games, it's one shot that that can that can change that. You know what I mean? If Chris Middleton doesn't hit that shot against the Miami Heat, or you know something weird happens at the end of that game, then I mean it goes from it goes from five game series, which seems really short, to a six game series, which you know, that's a, that's a respectable series if you can hang with yeah. six. If Giannis hits that free throw, they, Dude. they, they don't even go to overtime. That's, oh. If Giannis hits any of those free throws, man, that guy was I – mean, I want to talk about that a bit later, but Giannis had a Kumbo at the free throw line. That's a problem if you're the Milwaukee Bucks right now because, like, that's that's ridiculous. Um, but, maybe, yeah, Clips in five, it, like, it still could happen. Um, but Kawhi – I'm still – I'm I still got to put Kawhi in my top five. I'm not going to say he's not a top five player. Um but I'm I not just want to yet, but this these players is it's gonna prove a lot to me. So yeah, we'll I do that agree with you though. Like floating that out there, but yeah. apparently still, yeah. I do agree with you though. The uh, we're all kind of romantic. We're all kind of like bamboozled by that 2019 run with Toronto because at the time we're all like, "Yo, Kawhi Leonard, he can take any team to a championship. If he can make the Raptors win, he can make anybody win." But I mean, like, I yeah, and, and I just don't know if that's true though. Like, yeah. You know I mean? truly analyze that you see that that was one of the ugliest buzzer beaters i've ever seen in my life the little <laughs> business services like clink 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 and it goes in and then obviously yeah. you have the warriors that were completely devastated so but yeah. it, it is what it is i'm not going to use injuries because you could play that game with the warriors or the Cavs in 2016 was it so you could play that game with the lakers last year as well i was just thinking yeah. about this watching the miami heat i mean butler was hurt that series putting up 45 points in some games uh, Drogic was hurt, Bam and about that's like their three best players were all injured. I mean, yeah. you can play the injury game. I, I don't like playing the injury game personally. Um, yeah, it's all too. hypothetical, like it's part of the game. Uh, let's move on. Nuggets and Portland Trailblazers. This is a good series rematch of was it 2018 when they won seven games? Um, that was the, their 2018 series, was or 2019, I think it was. That was a ridiculous series when they both won seven games. Um, and the second round it was who do you have winning this one? I got Portland in six. Honestly, just I, I just think it's going to be too much firepower. I think Murray, his absence is going to really show now that it's in the playoffs, half-court offense, um, rotations are going to shorten up. You're, so, yeah, I'm going with Portland in six. Yeah. Uh, I picked Denver in seven on this one. Uh, again, that was before the series started. Portland, like, I mean, Jamal Murray, he, like, he's not pl- – he's, he's hurt still, right? Like, he's not – in their no, room. he's he's done. He's not coming yeah. back. The That's tough. Like I would still pick Denver, and right now I'm probably leaning more toward Portland after Game One. Um, but my but like my pre-playoff prediction was Denver in seven. Still could happen. Um, I'm just rolling. That, my that was the either way. To be honest with you, I mean, out of all the, I'm looking at the board. That one might be the one that's like. I mean, would you say that one's the closest thing one to being a toss-up? I would that, say that one or that the Atlanta. I think Atlanta, New York is a toss-up as well. Really? Okay. I think so. Um, Clips and Mavs. Yo, Clips and Mavs low-key might be as well. Like, especially after game one. Look at and the way the playoff, the way their series went last year. Clips and Mavs. That could go. Like, I could see Mavericks winning that. Um, but yeah, Nuggets, Portland. Do you have anything else you wanted to add to that or are we just good to move on? Yeah, we're, I'm good for that one. Yeah. 
now the now the big one in the Western Conference. This one, this one's gonna get all the ratings. Lakers versus the Phoenix Suns. Uh, how do you have, how how long do you have that series going? Who do you see winning? Man, this is gonna sound disrespectful to the Suns, bro. But Lakers in five, man. Like I just, I the biggest weakness in my opinion to the uh, Phoenix Suns is their interior defense. Yeah. And you can argue that Lakers' greatest strength is their size and their interior scoring. You put that together, it's a recipe for disaster for Phoenix, man. And, and I could be wrong. I just – and I thought a lot about this, man. Five games? Man, you can't even give Chris Paul more than one game. But Lakers in five. I, and I, and I, frankly, I hope I'm wrong. I, I just – I really like Chris Paul. And I think it would be a very entertaining series. But Lakers in five. Yeah, I picked Lakers in six. But as I'm, as you were saying that, I was still like, I might eat, like that. I could see the Suns winning this, man. Like I, I'm not. I, I see the series completely differently. I think than you do. The way I see, it, I take a lot from what I saw at Clippers versus Warriors. And I mean, Phoenix, they they have a weakness on the interior on defense. At least they have a big man though. Golden State has, like they have Kevon Looney who has can't match the size, which is not good enough. And they have Draymond Green, who's like six foot seven. DeAndre is a big guy, and I think Aiden can play a big role in this series, man. If he just kind of mans up a little bit against Andre Drummond, AD, and you look back at the Houston series, um, Lakers Houston last year, Houston their center was six foot five, but the Lakers didn't beat them by their size and physicality. The Lakers beat them by playing really good defense and their shooting. I mean, like guys like Boogie barely played that series. Um, that, that, I mean, that Houston series last year, that's sort of what I look at, where it's like, Lakers don't necessarily need to beat you with their size. I, just, I think Phoenix can hang around the series. P.J. Tucker quite a bit, and they doubled the hell out of Harden. So those two yeah. variables played a major role. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the Suns can hang around in the series. Um, I, still got, I still have the Lakers winning, but I'm going to never count out Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul last year, he, he almost beat the Rockets with that OKC. He almost took the OKC Thunder to the second round last year. Yeah, um, he did. No, that, and that's the only thing that's giving me some level of hesitancy, right? It's Chris Paul. It's Chris but Paul for me, man, it's like, is DeAndre Ayton, what, or what the hell are you going to get from him? And that, to me, is a mystery, man. You don't know which, which Ayton you're going to get. And, and I'm not comfortable with that, that level of mystery. That's why. And, and I will say this, for the record, the Warriors are one of the best t- uh, teams defensively in terms of help defense. That is if you true. Look at the footage, the way they played AD, and obviously – I mean, Andre, or I was going to say Drummond, but um, Draymond Green is a defensive player that you candidate, the caliber player. So there is that too. But I, I think a lot of it, you know what you're going to get from CB3. You know, you know what you're going to get from, you know, um, Booker and then LeBron and AD, but Aiden, what are we going to get from Aiden? So he's the main reason, honestly, why I have him in five. I think another man that can play a big role in this series is Andre Drummond as well in the Lakers because he's, he's had a lot of games with the Lakers where it's just like, what like, he does nothing he just sits there um but i think like he, he's got i mean he's got a bit of talent but he's got a lot of size and i think he can play a big role i said right. that my prediction before the playoffs started is that i'm not a big lakers fan i really don't like the lakers i'm predicting andre drummond to become my least favorite player in the nba um in a month from now he's just gonna he's gonna start pissing me off man i swear to god drummond's gonna start pissing yeah me off. Well, he did Frank Vogel Vogel's another question mark man because his rotation and i was paying very close attention to that first game I, I did not first game. I meant to say against the Warriors, and it, it was not very good. So they're gonna have to figure out that rotation. Like, do you play Drummond and Harold? Do you play Drummond with AD? They are technically at their best when AD's at the five, but he doesn't like. So 
it, no, seeing that Phoenix is a they, they have a decent size, it's gonna be interesting to see how Frank Vogel does his rotations. So yeah, I'm very excited for that series. Uh, let's go to the Eastern Conference now. Um, Philadelphia versus Washington. Who's winning that one? Philadelphia versus Washington. Um, to my knowledge, Embiid is pretty healthy as is right currently. Yeah. And I think the game, as you mentioned, the game's going on right now. Yeah. <sighs> I hate to say this, man. I, I got a, I got a gentleman sweep, man. I got a gentleman sweep. Yep. Washington is not a good team. I, I hate to say <laughs> it, man. I, I hate to say it, bro. Like, the old Westbrook always comes back, man, the fourth quarter with the volume shooting, the inefficiency, man. And I want to say him and Billy deserve at least a game, but I'm just going to make a bold call, and I'm going to say Philly, man, with the gentleman's sweep. It ain't going to be a massacre, but a gentleman's sweep. So. All right, I'm going to tell you this right now. As we're speaking, it's halftime, 62-61 for the Wizards right now. But the biggest surprise, man, Tobias Harris has 28 points at halftime. Uh, really? Joel Embiid's got like no one else in the 76 has, has more than 10. Tobias Harris is chilling with 28 points at halftime. This guy's a killer, man. The Bar um, Tobias Harris is there. Is he is he playing the two or the three for them? I think he's playing more the three because like Danny Green. Um, so who's they have Seth Curry on there with him. I'm not really sure. Okay, that's gonna buckets. be interesting. I, I'll have to check that out. But I guess the only thing I'll say about this is we'll see what what. Uh, in the fourth quarter, um, uh, the real Russell Westbrook come on. So when he starts jacking it up, so but yeah. I just, the the half court offense and Russell Westbrook man is just yeah, definitely leaves something to be desired. So we'll see. I could be wrong though. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's a very disrespectful prediction. You know what I'm saying? A yeah. sweep of Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill, but. I know. I mean, it, it could happen. All right, New York, Atlanta. This is a series that I said would probably be a toss-up. Uh, you didn't say your prediction though, for Philly and Washington. Oh, sorry. I picked Philly in six. Philly, Philly I six think I think Washington can get a couple of games. They just got there. I mean, Washington has been pretty much playing playoff basketball for the past like three months or two months. They have. Like, I mean, they've they've been in a win. They they they've needed wins for the past three or four weeks. Yeah. Um, that's just the way I look at it. Knicks Knicks versus Atlanta Hawks. I'll start with my prediction. I'm predicting Knicks in seven, but I could see Hawks winning this. And like, it's, I don't know. I, I, I'm really, this, this is one that I, I could see going either way. That's interesting. Man, I'm, I guess I'm alone in this, man. I have the Knicks in five. And it's funny because a couple of buddies of mine, we we're all talking. They're like, bro, you're crazy. Everyone has it either going, you know, like in seven Knicks or seven. Hawks, I just, mm -hmm. but for me, it's it's Atlanta, man. I just don't trust that team, man. I've actually watched a decent amount of Atlanta um, basketball this year, and like, they have moments where they're erratic and they still kind of look young. So I, I don't know. I maybe I'm being a little aggressive, but um, I think that New York defense is really gonna clamp down a lot on on Atlanta. So I, All right. I got yeah, I mean Knicks and five. I don't have, or Knicks and seven. I don't have a lot to say. I honestly haven't watched very much of either of these two teams. Um, and it's weird, like I could see this series going Knicks and Knicks and seven. At the same time, I could see the Atlanta Hawks just somehow just catching fire and winning in five games. Like it's just one of those series where I have no idea what to expect. Um, and that's kind of partly my fault because I just don't really watch these two teams play at all. Um, I just like I, I think it's just who's having a better like who's hotter over that stretch of week and a half for two weeks of basketball is is who's gonna win this series. Um, cause yeah, I mean, I can't really, I can't like say confidently who I think is going to win, but my yeah. pick is Knicks and seven. 
Uh, the only thing I'll add with the Knicks, though, I, I have been watching a decent amount of basketball with the Knicks, simply because of Julius Randle. I'm like, man, let me see what this hype is about. And yeah. so he, this dude is, I mean, clearly the most improved player. Like, it's not even funny. But they play defense very well. And then I think R.J. Baird has stepped up a lot big time. For me, the biggest weakness, you know, the Knicks have is sort of perimeter scoring late in the stretch. Um, they, they could go to Randall, but Randall, the, he, he's not a very high IQ player. So that's my only concern for them. So we'll see. All right. Uh, Bucks versus Miami. He, we saw the game one yesterday. Who, who do you have winning that one? So before I even saw the game, I had Milwaukee in six. Um, I'm going to stick to it. Although, if, if you're a Miami Heat fan, you got to be pretty happy with what you saw, man. I mean, like, the game was, I believe they're on the road. Yeah, so I think Milwaukee yeah. has home court advantage for that game. Um, Jimmy Butler, man, just only thing about the Heat that concerns me, and is it's like Jimmy Butler has to have a Herculean effort, like, for them to, like, be in the game. I mean, because he made some tough shots. And granted, Duncan Robinson had a very good game, but how much more of those are you going to get? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, for me, it's a matter of, I think I could depend on Giannis, Middleton, and Drew more than, and I know I could depend on on Bam and then uh, Butler, but who's the third guy from Miami? I just, I don't know who that third guy is going to be. And they don't need the same third guy, because if you saw in the playoffs last year, they always had a different dude. Mm-hmm. One day it was Tyler Hero, one day it was another guy, so... Dude, yeah. it was Kelly Olenek for a little bit in the NBA Finals, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, it can be anybody. I saw, I think I took a lot, I took well, what happened yesterday a lot in a, a lot differently than you did. I picked Bucks in five before this series started. I'm going to still st- say Bucks in five. And I think Miami, like, you look at the game last year. First off, I think Jimmy Butler, he, I mean, shooting-wise, was not very good. He missed a lot of, like, his shooting percentages were terrible. Um, but he hit the clutch shots when it mattered. Fair play. Um, but if you're the Miami Heat and you hold a team to 16% from downtown and their superstar misses, like, five straight late-game free throws, gets a 10-second violation at the free throw line, what do you, like, that's, like, that never happens. And you still lose the game. That was the game to win. That was a huge yeah. game for Miami. And... I mean, that's one of those games where you're going to look back and I don't want to say it's a must-win game as early on in the series, but that's got to be – that's that's a tough one to take if you're the Miami Heat because Giannis was not playing very good last night. He was missing a lot of – he missed a couple of layups in the first half. He was missing some shots. At the end of the day, his stat line is always going to look good. That's Giannis, but when you watch the game, he wasn't having a really – he wasn't having an MVP caliber game. No, he did not at all. And that last layup that Butler hit at the end of regulation – I don't know what Giannis was doing. Yeah. That was horrible defense. Just slide to the left. Jimmy Butler is not very good at going to his left, right? And I'm yeah. not going to say he's 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 terrible. He's just not very good. He prefers to go to his right. Just cut that off, Giannis. So when I saw that play, I'm like, yo, that's not like Giannis. So I, I don't know that Butler will ever get that. Like nine out of ten times, Giannis is going to shut that up and, and Jimmy's going to have to settle for for yeah. um, jump shots. I'm a big fan, though, of, of Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson, that's my guy, bro. I, yeah. I love Duncan Robinson. But this man, he's, he's a sharp shooter, player. bro. For sure. Absolute sniper. Um, all right, Brooklyn, Boston. This was – I mentioned uh, I, I mentioned that uh, last night or yesterday was a must-win for Miami. I think last night was also a game where Boston – that if you're going to win one game in this series, that might have been it. Um, how, how, how long do you have that series going? 
it's, it's going to be a sweep. And it's not going to be a gentleman sweep. It's going to be a clean body by Brooklyn. And, and here's the thing, man. Jason Tatum can only do so much, man. It's just going to come down to the, – the, the story of this series is going to come down to one thing, man. Like scoring, and I know you might think, okay, well, it always comes down to scoring. Whoever scores more points wins. But like, at the end of the day, you're depending on on one guy so much. As far as Kemba Walker, man, I'll be honest with you, man, it, it's whatever with him, man, because you don't know what you're gonna get from Kemba Walker. But you got three of those guys, bro, healthy. Yeah, man. I yeah. It's just so much has to go right for Boston, and so much has to go wrong for the Nets for them to to even lose a game. So I got I got a clean body sweep. Yeah, and I, I mean, before the series started, I picked Buck. Or I picked uh, Nets in five. I thought Boston was going to get game one. That was my prediction. Like, the last few years, the, the winning team, the championship-winning team, always loses the first game of the series or the first game of the playoffs. It's going to happen again. And Boston, that was their game. That was their game to win. After that game, I say I Nets in four because it was a close game for three and a half quarters. Uh, the superstars on Brooklyn wasn't really getting it done. And like you said, a lot has to go right for Boston and a lot has to go wrong for Brooklyn. Yeah. Last night, a lot was going right for Boston. A lot was going wrong for Brooklyn. Um, but at the end of the day, it's th- literally three Hall of Famers at their peak of their powers right now. Um, it's, too, Hall of Famers. it's just it's just too much. Fire. I mean, if you if you tell me Jalen Brown's healthy, um, maybe I'll give him a game or two. But without Jalen yeah. Brown, you're just you're, you're asking so much. From um from Jason Tatum, you're asking yeah. so much, man. All right, um, let's go on to the second round. For the second round, I got Utah versus the Clippers out in the West. That's the same as you, right? You got the you had the Clippers yep, winning first round. All right, Utah Clippers, who's winning? That this honestly might be the the hardest pick in in, in the entire bracket, man. Really? Like I, it's just gonna go because. I just don't trust either teams, man. Like, I don't trust the Clippers at all. And I don't trust the Utah, man. But I just Clippers, man. I guess, and I'm not happy about it, man. Now I, I'm thinking the Clippers. I'm thinking the Clippers in seven, man, and I'm not happy about it. So, but it could go either way. But I might change my mind tomorrow. But right now, Clippers in seven. It's just I don't know. It's just. So I think dangerous. first of all, if the Clippers even get there, that's a series that Donovan Mitchell. He's gonna play a big role in that series because I, if without Donovan Mitchell, the Jazz, I just can't beat the Clippers. I don't think. Um, when it just comes down to sheer star power, but with Donovan Mitchell, I think the Jazz could get it done. That being said, I'm gonna take the Clippers. Uh, I, I got Clippers in six. Again, I'm a, I'm a big Kawhi Leonard guy. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's just two teams where you're just like you don't really trust either of them to get it done. And it's just like which team do you trust the least? Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's weird. Uh, Nuggets or I got you. You had Portland versus Lakers, right? Um, I got Nuggets Lakers. Either way, who who do you have winning Portland versus the Lakers? Lakers either way. Lakers and six. Yeah. So. Lakers and six either way. I have I I probably go Lakers and five honestly, especially after what happened last year. Jamal Murray's out. Nicole Jokic got completely exposed in the conference finals last year for me. Um, oh, so because you have Denver. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I had Denver. Denver. Portland? I have Portland. So, but I, honestly, if Denver wins, I would I would agree with you. Then Lakers in five. But because I have Portland, yeah, I put I think Portland match up better with the Lakers. It's Jamie sure. Lillard, uh, CJ's CJ's healthy now, right? I sh- I don't know I don't know why I don't know this yet. Um, yeah, he should be. Yeah, yeah. CJ's big. 
because I mean, you you look back at Portland in years past. After the first round, Dame does his thing in the first round. And after the first round, CJ just wakes up and he kind of takes the reins. Um, and that's partly to do with Damian Lillard just not really performing a lot very well after the first round. Um, but either way, Lakers take that. They're just I mean, it's LeBron, bro. Playoff LeBron is just different. And it's different. Yeah. It, it doesn't even surprise me anymore, bro. Like the guy's 36, 35, whatever. And he's still just – he's still the best player in the world in the playoffs. That's just how it goes. Um, it's funny, like, he has to remind people every year. Yeah. For me, bro, he doesn't have to remind me. That's why it's like, it's LeBron, bro. Like, it, like all right, you got it, bro. Like, I'm not going to go against you until you, you've shown me otherwise. So, yeah. Yeah, and right. the thing is, he's been doing it for so long, too. And it's funny because, like, LeBron, he's been, he's been having, like, playoff LeBron since, what, like, 2012 I mean because back in like 2011 back then before he started winning championships playoff LeBron was seems kind of like all right he's going to come here he's going to choke it all away but for the past you know five six seven eight years playoff LeBron is just the best player in the world and in that stretch of time we've had guys um, like I used to think playoff Kawhi Leonard no one can stop that but I mean, playoff Kawhi, he's just not like playoff LeBron, you know, playoff um like other playoff players, Kawhi, Jimmy Butler. He'll give you great defense and decent. Yeah. LeBron just does so much more, man. But it's just not the same. And LeBron does it every game, bro. And like every year as well. Uh like that, I mean, that's that's goat shit right there. That's just why oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he's coming for the greatest player of all time this year. Uh all right, Eastern Conference, Philadelphia versus New York. We both had that going. Uh how how many games do you see that going? I got Philly in five. I I should say six, man. I got Philly. I, regardless of if it's New York or Atlanta, Philly in five. Yeah, Philly will win that. I'd say Philly six, Philly in five. Doesn't really matter. Uh, Brooklyn, here's a series, though, I think can be very entertaining. Brooklyn versus Milwaukee in the second round. I'm excited for that. Uh, how many games? And who's winning? First of all, I I think Milwaukee has the best chance to, to beat. Brooklyn. I don't think it's Miami. I don't think it's Philly, man. I think it's Milwaukee. I agree but with that. With that being said, it's just too much, man. Like, so, so my thing is this, all right, Drew Holiday is a great defender. I mean, he could slow down Harden maybe, but then you know, how about Curry? Who's going to pick up Curry? And it, not Curry, I'm sorry, Irving. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to pick up Kyrie? Like, it's just either way you slice it, you have to pick your poison. I, I got to go with the Nets. I'll say the Nets in seven. Because the Nets seven, yeah, I think Nets in seven. Because Milwaukee played them very tough in the regular yeah. season. However, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think the Bucks play the Nets ever when they were fully healthy with all three guys. I don't um, think really, it feels like no one ever played the Nets and they're fully healthy. That team is always missing at least two or like one or two of their yeah. superstars. Um, I've gone completely opposite. I mean, I still think Brooklyn's gonna win, but. I think they're going to get rid of Milwaukee very quickly. I'm going really? uh, Brooklyn and five, man. And it's just, a, I, it's just, I like it. You could like, and the thing is, I say that you pick the, but you pick uh, the Nets in seven. But if I were to tell you Nets are winning this in five games, if I'm from the future and I came back and told you Nets are going to win this in five, you'd be like, yeah, I can see that just because the sheer star power that is on that team. And listen, I, I agree with you. I think the, in the East, Milwaukee's got the best chance of beating Brooklyn. Milwaukee can catch Brooklyn lock in a few games. They can probably get two or three. That could happen. I just don't think it will. It's like I've completely switched on Brooklyn, man. It's just they're too good. 
they, they are they're they're very good but I, for me the the one thing that i only have one pause with brooklyn that's it is their defense man that thing is just non-existent <laughs> that thing is yeah. just not and so you know milwaukee's offense could get going right and you couple that with their their stifling defense all of a sudden you know you may have a situation on your hands so that's that's why i have them going seven but ultimately man that offense is just it's just too prolific man yeah. it's just too prolific yeah, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. I mean, that's one of the series. I think, like, Philadelphia, they got really lucky because, I mean, they – I think Philly has pretty much a – they've got a free ticket to the conference finals, man. Like, yeah, you they, look at the they, they got play, that behind bracket, man. <laughs> bro, yeah, if they can't get to the conference finals, there's something wrong yeah, in Philadelphia. I mean, Washington and then the winner of New York and Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since I've seen a path to the conference finals that easy, man. That's – that. yeah, it's way too easy. Uh, let, Let's go to the conference finals now. Western Conference, we both have – Clippers and Lakers. This is a series that we've been kind of waiting on for like two years to happen. This might be the year, finally, unless the Clippers choke it away, which I mean that could. I mean we could we could both see that happening. But Clippers Lakers, who who do you think? I mean how how long do you think that game's gonna go? Or is that series gonna go? Yeah, Lakers in six. Really, I want to go five, but Lakers in six. And I, I and I think one thing I'll add, I think Montrez Harrell is gonna come out for this game, man. I don't think he absolutely hates the Clippers. I, I don't think it's that deep, but there is that little bit of salt in his man to where he felt like he wasn't wanted and the Lakers showed that they wanted him. So he's definitely going to come out to play. I think he's going to have a big series and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, the Lakers winning. I just I, the, the only thing, the one advantage that the Clippers have, the, the coaching, right? I think Doc Rivers is a much better coach than Vogel. I, personally, I don't think Frank Vogel is all that of a coach. But at the end of the day, LeBron and AD, is better and more consistent than Kawhi and Paul George. And to me, that's 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 the tell of the tape right there. Yeah. Uh I I still I see Lakers winning. I say Lakers in seven. And the Clippers, the thing with the Clippers, bro, like they always seem to play the Lakers really well. They play them really close and I think they match up. I think the Clippers are the one team that the Lakers should be a little bit concerned about, honestly, because the Clippers just seem to match up really well with the Lakers. Whenever they play in the regular season, last year when they were playing, it's personal. Like it's just play. they just. I mean, LeBron, or Kawhi has he has a history in the playoffs of shutting LeBron down. He, I mean, that he's done that in the past. Of course, that was a very long time ago, but that still lingers. I think in in my mind. Um, and again, I'm a big Kawhi Leonard fan. I know a lot of people just they're kind of at this point. All right, Kawhi is kind of overrated. I can see why people why people think that. Nevertheless, I still think Lakers take this. But I just think the Clippers, man, like, I don't tr – I trust the Clippers more against the Lakers than I do against the Mavericks. It's weird. Like, the Mavericks, I, they, they just – I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's they, they play the Lakers really well. Yeah. And that's sort yeah, of – A lot of times it's just matchups and rivalries. Yeah. And yeah. Um, By the way, who, so who are the bigs for the Clippers? It's Ibaka and um, – Zubac. Zubac. Mm, okay. But Batum. I, I think it's going to come down to – it might come down to AD because I, I think – LeBron and Kawhi might just cancel each other out. I mean, yeah. LeBron may not average 30, but he's going to get his dime, so he'll he'll make up for it in other ways. Yeah. Right? I mean, they, I, one, I think like the, the Clippers, they got a lot of – who they get in the offseason? They got Ibaka and Batum, right, in the offseason. Yeah. I think – yeah, I think, like, Batum was a big pickup. I, I, I thought that guy – I hadn't heard that name in forever. I thought he was out of the league. And all of a sudden, he, he I remember he got a really terrible contract in Charlotte where he was making a ton of money, not even playing. And all of a sudden, he shows up in the Clippers and starts draining three-pointers yeah, all the he's time. He's a good fit for them randomly. Yeah, like, where did he come from? 
Because when they got him, I'm like, okay, whatever. But he's he's been a good fit for them. Playing big minutes. Uh, Eastern Conference, Brooklyn versus Philadelphia. We both have that matchup. I ha- I'll go ahead. I'll say Brooklyn in five. What about you? I, I want to – this is going to sound crazy, bro. I, I, I thought about this, and I was flirting with a sweep, but I'll go Brooklyn five, man. I, I can't yeah. – like, the Philly's too good to get swept. But yeah. let me tell you, man, mark my words, like, Ben Simmons is going to get exposed so bad, <laughs> man, like, per usual, but, but we'll see. Um, yeah. yeah, I just – all right, I mean, you could get KD. They'll probably match him up against KD, but but Harden or what you're going to – I mean, well, Thibault is pretty good, too, defensively. I'm not going to act like he's a, he's a scrub. He's actually pretty good. But, again, one of those guys is going off, right? He doesn't matter. One of them is going off. And, and, and by the way, this entire conversation, we haven't mentioned – you know, Joe Harris either, you know, and yeah. the depth they have at the bench. So, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I got Nets in five for that. Joe Harris, man, he's like kind of that, he's like the gadget where just, I feel like he's, he's almost, he's obviously not as good as Clay Thompson, but he's sort of, he can play that role where like you look over and Joe Harris, he starts draining threes on you and you're like, all right, like once he catches fire, obviously oh, yeah. not to the same extent as Clay Thompson, but the same sort of thing where, all right, you got these three guys you got to deal with. And oh, by the way, this guy in the corner hasn't missed all game and he's just draining threes on your head. And it's oh, just, yeah, it fast. just adds to that. You know what I mean? It's just. And the one thing I'll add to that too, one thing people don't talk about enough with, with Joe Harris is his IQ. He has very good basketball IQ and he knows his role, bro. Like he, yeah. like if you step up and smother him, he's going to get rid of the ball. He doesn't force a lot of stuff. Great IQ. He's just a, he's, he's a player. Honestly, he could play and, and, and thrive and, any team, bro, in the NBA. He's one of the few players you could just take him, boop, pluck him anywhere you want to, and he'll do very well. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, yeah. I mean, Brooklyn, he's kind of one of the, I, I don't want to use the expression. He's like the neat, he's like the, the, what is it, the straw that breaks the camel's back because there's already three superstars in that team, but he's just kind of the guy where it's like, all right, you're like, it's, it's already so overwhelming to play the Brooklyn Nets, and then you got Joe Harris you got to deal he with. He just puts him over the top. Yeah. He just puts him over the top. Uh, all right, NBA Finals, Lakers, Nets. We both have this one. Who, who, who do you have winning this? I got the I got the Nets in seven, Nets, man. and I hate it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Lakers fan, but I just I, I am a LeBron fan, and, and I and I enjoy watching. There, I'm a fan of a lot of people, like Dame Lillard. He's my favorite NBA player, so I yeah. love I, I love watching the Blazers. But I I don't have an actual NBA team. But I just I hate the Nets, bro. I, I really I don't I don't care for the, okay D E Urban, none of them guys. It just pains me, bro. It pains me. I wanna see the Lakers so bad. I cannot, bro. I just cannot. I gotta go with the Nets in seven. And I hope I'm wrong, bro. I really do. But it I the one thing I'll say, man, the Lakers are pretty good defensively. They're they're very good defensively. And DeAndre Jordan is just—he's gonna be barbecue chicken for for AD man. That <laughs> AD is gonna just have a, a, a series, bro, like in that finals. But yeah. at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because, in my opinion, the Lakers' biggest weakness defensively are are guards, man, guards that can score or ISO guards. That's why a, a Blazers team would give them way more problems than a Denver team, even Denver with a healthy Murray. But that's exactly what the Nets have, man. They have ISO players. And players that are prolific in terms, well, guards to be more specific. So, Nets, yeah, um, Nets it, don't. It's not even like the the first of all, but I think a few last time we talked, I I said I think the Lakers are going to win the championship, 
but they're not. Like my prediction, I've changed my mind. I'm like, yeah, the the, the Nets are just too stacked, especially too- if the three guys are healthy. For the the thing with Brooklyn with with the guards, that not only do they just have like Lakers, their weakness is good guards you can play play in the isolation game. The Nets have arguably the two greatest ISO players as far as guards go like the past like 20, 30. I mean, like Michael, Kobe, AI, other than guys like them, I'm probably missing a few, but like they're up there as far as just the greatest isolation players of all time. James Harden, if you're if you're if we're being honest, I might put James Harden over over AI because James Harden doesn't work as much as AI to get a shot. You said he's a step back in Yeah, bro, step back, that's it. James Harden could get off a quality look whenever the hell he wants. And that people need to think about that and understand how serious that is, bro. Whenever the hell he wants, he could get a quality look. Not he could get a shot off, he can get a quality look. And that's just, bro, to have that on your team, and then to have Joe Harris on this side, KD on that side, to where, I mean, good luck trying to double him. Okay, fine, sure. You, you want to leave Joe Harris wide open? It, it, it's a headache. It's not fair, bro. It's not fair. But Joe Harris, I said earlier, I, I compared Joe Harris to Clay Thompson earlier. I'm going to compare Joe Harris. He's playing the Steve Kerr role on this team, just like Steve Kerr on the Bulls back in the day, where you got to yeah. double Michael, you got to double somebody. Instead, instead of Michael, you got three Michaels. You got three Michaels, you know? bro. <laughs> you got three guys who can give it to you. I just, I, I thought long and hard. I was thinking about this last night. I'm like, man, is there a path for the Lakers to win? I'm trying to think beyond just LeBron's sheer greatness. And I started thinking, like, okay, so let's just say LeBron and KD, they cancel each other out. And my, I'll, I'll probably even give the edge to LeBron because LeBron will probably, he might give you more defensively. He's going to give you more in the area of assist and things of that nature, facilitate. Okay, boom. But yeah. after that, man, Kyrie blows out the Lakers guards. He's going to blow out Schroeder, uh, man. And then yeah. the worst matchup to me, man, is the shooting guard matchup, assuming that I'm, I'm, I'm calling James Harden a shooting guard. Like, if James yeah. Harden is averaging 25 points, it's a wrap, bro. Who, who are you? Like, I say they put Caruso Matthew, on him. Probably. You're not getting that from him. Who are you getting that from for the Lakers? Yeah. You know? You're not think, getting that from Caruso. Like, where is that coming from? So Yeah, I think, like, Caruso was guarding Steph a lot at the end of the game in the playing game. So I could see them putting Caruso on a guy like Kyrie or – I think Harden probably more than Kyrie. Um, but, again, like, it's yeah, – it There's no matter. answer for Harden. To me, Nets versus Lakers, Harden is the, the variable that is just, like, what do the Lakers do with him? I think if the Lakers are smart, they're better off putting Caruso on – Kyrie, just because he's yeah. bigger, he has that length, will give him problems. But Caruso, as great as a defender as he is, he's barbecue chicken for James Harden. I yeah. got it. so I like, and I feel kind of like I feel kind of scummy saying this, but I'm gonna be honest with you guys. If the Nets play the Lakers in the finals, I'm gonna cheer for the Brooklyn Nets just because I love I, I love James Harden. Like you say, you're a fan of players. I'm a big fan of James Harden. Guys like Jokic as well, Kawhi, but Harden. I just want to see him win a championship, and I'd love if he got finals MVP. I also hate the Lakers, too. But, like, I mean, I, I like I Harden. Think, I honestly think Harden is the most important player. He's the most important piece for the the, the, yeah. the success of the Nets. Uh, now, is he the best player? No, that's KD. Yeah. But if you were to tell me, man, one of these guys, like, can I, like, what, uh, then again, that's tough. But, yeah, I, I think Harden is the most important player. If Harden plays well and he's successful, it's a wrap, bro. Like, yeah, he's just – he's. He's just too damn good. All right, that's our, I think we we literally only disagreed on like the Portland Denver series and the who else was it? 
But we I don't think we disagreed on any of the second round matchups. Yeah, From I think we forward. I don't think there was any disagreements. We got the exact same prediction. That's weird. I was, I was seeing like every like people on Instagram are posting theirs, and they had all sorts of weird matchups in the finals. I was I thought you'd be kind of I I didn't think we'd agree on that. I was seeing like clips versus Bucks in the finals, stuff like that. I'm like, I just there's no way. Um, clips, man. I, again, I have the Clippers beating Dallas, man, but. We'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> it's the Clippers, I, I definitely want to put money on that game because it's the same Clippers like years. And I've been watching basketball for a very long time. It's not just this current iteration of the Clippers, man. It's something about the organization, man. It's just I don't know what it is, but it just you saw what happened last last year. So I, I don't know. We'll see. It's a but, cursed team, man. The team is cursed. It's injuries that like, it, if they don't choke it away injuries happen you know i mean like chris paul hit a game-winning layup and then blake griffin on that same play in game seven will like fall on his back and injure himself and then it's just like it's just just unlucky a lot of times it's unluckiness and a lot of times it's just just choke it away um yeah i i hope i hope they make it man i'd really love to see clippers and lakers man like I, yeah. we all we've been wanting to see that in the playoffs and we haven't had that so and then we could all the oh yeah, the Lakers got luck in the finals. They dodged the Clippers. Well, that doesn't really make sense because the Clippers did a massive choke job. So how good yeah. were they? You know, I think yeah, I think the Lakers got luckier in the finals and the fact that Miami just got really unlucky with injuries. I mean, if Lakers were oh, yeah, sure. lucky at all, it'd be you know the injuries to Miami. But I mean, that's all in the past. Is, would you say that? In my opinion, I think even with a healthy Heat team, that would be one of the lesser talented. Um, finals team that we've seen in a while, if we're being completely honest. 100%, 100%. But I think the fact Miami, dude, I, like, I, it's weird reminiscing on this because, I mean, it's in the past, it doesn't matter, but I can't help but think to myself every once in a while, how the fuck did the Miami Heat get two games out of the Lakers last year, fully healthy Lakers, when Miami was literally had their best player playing on it, like he had a sprained ankle in game one, Bama to bio, barely played when he did, he did nothing because he was hurt. And Goran Dragic barely played. When he did, he couldn't do very much because he was hurt. And the Heat still gave the Lakers two games, fully healthy. Man, that like that could that's a problem. That's probably a seven game series. Like just yeah. when you kind of take that into account, mm-hmm. I like I just if I like if I could go back and just replay one series fully healthy, it'd probably be that one in the last like 10, 10 or so years, yeah. just because I just well, want to see what happened. But but the Heat, they they are a very unique team. And that a lot of the things that they do that makes them special, you can't quantify it in the stat sheets, man. And a lot, and it's hard. It's grit. Yeah. It's relentlessness, and all of that is is led by by Jimmy Butler. It's Jimmy Butler, yeah. So, That's just the guy. Uh, they, they hustled their way to some of those wins. Yeah. Yeah. One last question for you. Uh, this is sort of like a the goat debate. First, do you is Michael Jordan right now? Currently, is is MJ the goat? In your opinion, for me, one hundred percent. Yeah. As a matter of fact, this shirt says it, right? LeBron, right. <laughs> let's talk about it. So let's let's say hypothetically, the Lakers win a championship this year, and LeBron wins Finals MVP. Is that? I think this is the goat run right here. That's gonna switch. If I think I, switch, I want to be emphatically clear. If LeBron James wins the finals, and I would hope he would, you, you would think he'd get the Finals MVP. LeBron James is the GOAT, 100%. Has to be. 100%. You, people have to understand, those that are still clinging to Jordan being the GOAT, right? 
like okay i get it but it, it's it's becoming a harder and harder and harder to beat as lebron james you what 17 18 36 this dude Listen, bro, I, I can make an argument for LeBron as a go just by virtue of the length of his prime. Just that. Forget, forget all the other stuff. Forget MVPs, whatever. Let's just look at who has been, who has had the best prime in the history of the NBA. LeBron James. Like, the longest prime. Close. I'd say like the peak, probably not LeBron, but like the longest prime. No, no, he's definitely not the peak. Yeah. To me, I'm sorry, but peak LeBron. Maybe most people think peak LeBron's like what 2013, 13, I think, yeah. like around there. He's not seeing 96 Jordan. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's levels to this, bro. Peak LeBron is not seeing 96 Jordan, bro. And to be honest with you, Jordan's peak three years, LeBron's peak three years are not seeing any of those years, right? So, yeah. but but again, there there is something to be said about longevity, um, yeah. and consistency. So, but, but I yeah, think I, wins, if, I mean, if LeBron, LeBron wins, you gotta give it to him. The thing is, like, I think LeBron or the, the Lakers are a very tough road to the championship. Phoenix is a damn good team. Denver, kind of lesser. And then the Clippers, I think, in the final. I mean, say what you will, but the Clippers, you still have to look at them as a contender because there's still a path to the finals for them. They can kind of bullshit their way to yeah. the NBA finals. They're, I mean, they could do it. They I have mean, the talent. They like, have let's it. be clear. They have the talent and the coaching. So it's not I, crazy to say that. And they're a tough out for the Lakers. That's a very tough team to match up against. And then going up against the Brooklyn Nets in the finals or a team that somehow beat the Brooklyn Nets, that I mean that, that championship run right there. Not to mention the fact they already had to play a play-in game against the MVP or uh, a guy who LeBron thought was the MVP in Steph Curry, who has MVP talent. And, and you, you had to play that. Then four tough series. I mean, yeah, this is the go run. Any, any easy series. Let me tell you this, bro. Could you imagine if the Lakers win? I, I already see the narrative, man. They're going to start with the Warriors, man. The, they're, the, the Lakers, they barely made the playoffs, man. They were on the verge of missing missing the playoffs all entirely, and they faced this hungry Warriors team. You know, they, they barely got out of that game. And then, boom, 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 LeBron James, they've been decimated by injuries all season long. They got a bunch of new pieces. I, I, I already see the narrative, man. They're going to yeah. romanticize that whole – if LeBron James went and, – and to – I'll be honest with you, man. If he wins and he somehow beats this Nets team, that might be his greatest accomplishment, man. I, I you can argue that that's greater than 2016 when he took out the Warriors. Because yeah. I, I don't know if I'm ready to say that this iteration of the Nets is better than the Warriors. I'm curious to see how you feel about that. I'm not ready yet. I once I see the whole playoffs and see how they play, then I'll make a decision. Yeah. But if you're talking about star power, yeah, there, there's more star power there than you know. Like so. you mean if the, if the Nets right now were to play the 2016 Warriors, 2016, that's before KD, right? Are you yeah. you're saying you're not sure who would win? Like, are you saying you're not sure who's better? Or are you saying like well, what, what are you saying there? I, I guess because he, he did lose. To, he never he, he never beat KD, right? No, he didn't. They no. only won that one 2016. Yeah, basically, I'm talking about 2016. Technically, on paper. I think the Nets team is better, but I'm not sure that they're a better team. That 2016, 2016, bro, that was Golden State. Like, yeah. the, it is the defense too, man. Their defense, like, yeah. It's, it was, it's both. It ain't just one side. It's the defense and offense. They had a bunch of guys, man. I remember like guys like like Festus Azili, guys like that, just mm-hmm. like random guys, like Mo Spates. Um, just got you just I think Barbosa. Yeah, like just Barbosa. Sean Livingston was a dog. Like they had 
all these guys. Sean Livingston, I don't think, hit a mid-range that entire playoffs. <laughs> you don't think he hit a mid-range, bro? <laughs> that's his whole game. Back him up, turn around, boom. Like, that's all he did, just just butter the whole time. Yeah, but, man. Uh, um, no, yeah. That, that, those Warriors teams, like 2016, that was, that was hype. But at the same time, OKC in, in, OKC in 2016, you could say was – if you replay that series, they might, they probably would beat the Golden State Warriors in 2016, mm-hmm. just because they had KD, Russell Westbrook, uh, Ibaka. I mean, 2016 it was a weird, weird year, honestly, because you look back and it's like, all right, Golden State, who they have? They had Draymond, Clay, and Steph, and, and that team won 72 games, like 73 games. Right now, it looks kind of weird, but like at the time, it was just like, holy shit, Draymond, Clay, and Steph. Yeah, and at the time, I remember when they lost, they what they lost six games. It was news, like oh my, like Warriors lost, like yeah. every time they lost. I remember they lost some more walk-ins. Like oh my gosh, like that it was, just it was the headline in uh, you know sports center. The Warriors lost. It's like okay, yeah, and that was then, the first like, one. Lose was... game, win like freaking ten, lose one, win five. Like yeah, yeah. That, I remember. I remember that. Yeah, it was against Milwaukee. Like they won like twenty-four straight games, and they finally lost. And it's just like it's international. <laughs> this this crazy event that just happened um but yeah let's do you have anything else you want to say or are we good to wrap this thing up yeah man we're good to well you actually did not um i don't think you gave your response um on so is lebron the goat if he if the lakers oh. win the finals oh yeah if, 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 this man, if lebron runs the table and if this man goes wins the championship finals mvp even if he doesn't get a finals mvp like obviously I can't just say, all right, he's going to be the GOAT because you never know what's going to happen, right? Um, the way they win might be, might, be some, might be on some bullshit, but, like, I say this is his GOAT run. I've been notorious in the past for, I mean, people call me a LeBron hater. All right, fair enough. I've definitely said some dumb things about LeBron, um, but I like to think I've matured and come to the realization where I can't – I it's, it's getting more and more difficult to, to not call LeBron <laughs> yeah. the greatest player ever. And, shit, yeah. if he does this – if he does this, I what what are you gonna say? What like what can you say? He's got one less ring than Jordan, and the teams he's beaten in the finals are better than any other. But like the Spurs, uh, fucking sure OKC is not that good. Spurs, Golden State, um, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. like that's just I mean it, the the resume he has of teams he's beaten is just too good, um, and it's he's just so good, bro. Like it's really yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, other than that, we all good to go here. Um, OJ, I appreciate you hopping on here again. Thank you for having me. It was, it was a good talk. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in to episode 28 of the Off the Dome podcast. Our full plot predictions, we're both picking the Brooklyn Nets over the other Lakers in the NBA Finals. It's going to happen. Trust. Other than that, peace out, y'all. <laughs> Let me get more volume.